<laughs> welcome, 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 podcast listeners. You are here with your host, Mr. Budget Pedal Chap. You are also joined by Lee. Say hi, Lee. Hi, everyone. How are you? Woo! A bit warm, I tell you. So, apologies for being a bit late. Um, Facebook decided in its wisdom that it wasn't going to give us the ability to live stream here. So we've had to find a workaround, which was a bit of a pain in the ass. but here's what it is. Indeed. Technical di- difficulties are both technical and difficult. And a good song. Album, uh, indeed. Album? Is it not an album? I thought it was an album. I know it's definitely a, a Racer X track, but I didn't think it was... Didn't think it was the album, but I thought it was an album as well. I I don't know enough about Racer X to be able to quantify that, but I'm gonna I'm gonna argue the point anyway because that's the kind of guy I am. <laughs> <laughs> so Lee, aside from being warm and having many technical difficulties, how are you, my my friend? How um, yeah, yeah, it's an album. Is it? Yeah, I knew it. I, I've got the album. There you go. One, one <laughs> just internet le- point to leave. <laughs> I just looked at the cover. I'm like, I fucking got that. What am I talking about? <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. Um, no, I, I've been busy uh, trying to deal with this move and everything. So I have been so stressed. I've not been doing that much gear-related stuff that I can really talk about. Um, Apart but... from some cables. Cables, oh. cables, cables. Well, I thought I, I thought that'd be part of the news as opposed to I didn't know what you've been up to. I don't know. I, I, <laughs> we didn't have a, a a great deal of time to talk before this cast, so no, assume, we didn't. I assumed it was something you'd been up to, but well, yeah. okay. All right, I'll, I'll talk about it now then. Um... <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't make me force you, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. So stressed, man. I, I am. I, oh man. Okay, right. Focus. <laughs> okay, you know iRig and things like that, yeah. Uh, like yeah, the the, the, the gig rig, or is that a, no iRig? Rig. Oh, iRig is the uh, little like phone connector, um, iOS app, um, thing, yeah. isn't it? I fa- isn't it from the guys that do like Amplitude and stuff like that? Yes. Oh, yeah, IK yeah. Multimedia. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. Okay. So basically they plug into your phone and they've got this magic stuff going on inside and it means you can plug your guitar in. It's basically like an audio interface. Yeah. Um, and it allows you to to play into your guitar, but you have to like... It, they Some of them now they do take a jack in, but they used to not always take a jack in like a... a guitar jack they used to take a little one um uh so our friends over at practical patch uh our friend chris what he's done is he's teamed up with uh, some of our other buddies including some of the guys who are from the pedalboards doom team and they've worked on creating this cable uh that basically has it all built in and at the end of it you've you've got either end you've got a guitar jack side and then you've got like the three quarter uh, sorry the 3.5 mil um, TRS jack that goes into your phone or you put it into an adapter and put it into your lightning adapter on your iPhone okay yeah. so um, what's the benefit of that right firstly 
those little IK multimedia things, I think that's the, the iRig things. Yep. I've had about two or three of them. Fuck knows where they are. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> really annoying. Um, and it's really, really annoying. Um, but the ones that Chris makes, um, you know, Practical Patch, all really, really high quality cables, yeah? Yes, yes. I use them exclusively for my um, video work pretty much. Cool. Yeah, so, you know, top-notch stuff. But um, the iRig stuff is easily 100 quid, say anywhere between 70 (laughs) 70 to 150, depending on the one you get. You get like a HD one and these sort of things. Um, Chris's cable is 25 quid. Oh, and 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 you get the cable. It does the same thing. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Basically, uh, it uh, has an attenuation in it that drops it by 25 decibels so it doesn't blow your phone up. Um, uh-huh. yeah so it drops the line level when it goes straight in so it does everything you need it to and one of the benefits of this and I'm getting one on its way um, is obviously like we mentioned I'm moving and I'm not going to be able to make any YouTube videos and these sort of things well with that you plug it into your phone plug it into GarageBand and you can have it running out of your pedal board I mean, that's and assuming you've got garage band on your phone, but or whatever, whatever little <laughs> thing. You, uh, yeah. So you plug it into that, but you can also record video at the same time. So okay, you can make um, YouTube videos. So it's a twenty-five quid setup. Indeed. <laughs> it's not bad, is it? So yeah, um, I'm gonna try it out. Um, but basically, he he released these I think yesterday, and um, he's sold out. And everyone's like, yeah, yeah, I want one because yeah, what's twenty five quid for the sake of doing a little on the go, like recording ideas, maybe or yeah, I think Chris said they they come at about two point five meter lit long the cables. Um, Mine's going to be four meters long because that's how I roll. Whoa. <laughs> Overcompensate. Uh, Chris, or... Chris, I want it to be green. Chris, Chris, I want it to be green. Chris, green. Well, green. <laughs> I mean, you, you, you're putting this in the wrong place, <laughs> mate. Yeah. I think uh, you, you might need to actually message him. Rather... <laughs> I, was, I was talking to him just before we came on. Um, and just well, before we tried green to come on. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, but fuck yeah. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he's, he's most likely watching. Um, but yeah, it's um, man. So that, that's what um, that's what one of the things that I've been doing. And yeah, if you want something that's like, because how much is one of these cables? It must be close to the twenty-five quid anyway. Yeah, I think. Uh, depending on the materials that he uses, goes up to kind of like 40, 50 quid um, and depending on the length as well. But they are all very, very reasonably priced. Um, I mean, if they weren't, I probably wouldn't buy them because I'm a cheapskate. Um, but he's like the, the quality versus what, what the alternatives were at that price point, which I've used... Like for years, I like got the Fender California cables and Planet Waves cables, um, and they always just crap out. Whereas um, the practical patch stuff, I've been going strong for about maybe two years, and they're still still going. So, 
yeah no i've got a lot of cables that have really held up um but what's nice for me is um i I trust in chris's cable making knowledge um but also the fact that some of my pedalboard to doom admin team have been behind this and they're guys who you know they really know the tone they really really do Mm. exactly what they're doing um and they're they're basically behind this as well. Um, that means that means the world to me because it's it's nice that Chris took uh, worked with some of our team. You know these these are guys that have been buying stuff off of Chris for, for ages as well. But we know tone, you know tone. <laughs> we we know tone. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Bennett, <laughs> isn't that someone? Tony Bennett. Mm. He's a singer. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Cheers. Uh, yeah, Charles. So yeah, that that's that's what I've been doing. What have you been doing, mate? He says as I'm taking a swig of my drink. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> uh, I mean I have been a busy boy this week, haven't I? I've been an extremely busy boy. Uh we talked a little bit about that kind of busyness last the end of last week how we was kind of finishing off the recording of a certain video. Well that's dropped mm. this week. Drop, and uh, what video is that, Lee? That is the Zander unboxing, isn't it? It is indeed the Zander unboxing. Yeah, I've been considering essentially it's two tracks and an unboxing. It comes in at about thirteen and a half minutes, so <laughs> done well with that one. Um, you, you've got a double whammy this week, haven't you? Uh, yeah, so like within this week, I've got three videos coming out across the two channels. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and a podcast and a, yeah so it, i have been i have been non-stop this week so i've done uh the zander unboxing video which if you haven't checked out please do um we uh, have got the first uh first slap on the wrist from the youtube algorithm this week um yeah exactly uh and it was it was because of that track that we mentioned uh, last week that Lee said sounded phenomenally like Dave Gilmore. YouTube, yeah, he, unfortunately, he basically agreed. played the solo to time. <laughs> I did. I, <laughs> I, I, I thought I'd altered an, enough notes for them to go, uh, I will let him off. But no, I flew too close to the sun. Um, and we got... It wasn't an official strike. It was just a warning. Um, but... It's uh, it's it's one of those things where it, it means that your videos have got less. You can do less things on them. Um, so naughty me. But I I had the choice of like cutting out the audio or cutting that section, and I was like, nah. To be honest, I'm 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 too proud of the the, uh, the outcome of this bit of the video, so I'm gonna keep it in. Um, but yes. So if you want to go check out our first naughty naughty video, uh, it is the Xander pedal unboxing uh video that is uh on pedal boards of doom pedal boards right. of doom can i clarify that and make it sure that everyone knows that you and i did not make a naughty video <laughs> well so the second video I well. this week, um, <laughs> it was it it involves you kind of um so the second video i did this week it is all a, about a lack of me, isn't it? It is. It is. It is. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a, a news power vacuum, and I'm <laughs> swooping in to take control. Um, so th- this week, uh, again, because you're busy with the um, the, the move. Um, the move. Last week, uh, Lel picked up the 
the uh, the news video, which was awesome. Uh, <laughs> again, a na- naughty end in a slightly different way. Um, but this week I picked up the news, um, and I, I've got to give a hats off to you because it's it's difficult. It's 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 a difficult thing to do. Well, I I, I usually do it on the day. So I'll shoot it in the morning, edit it, and then get it, like, do the thumbnails and all the descriptions and everything, and then get it out. So I usually do it all within a couple of hours and uh, and try to run off and pick the children up from school, <laughs> so, uh, as well as fitting meetings in for, throughout it. So officially, Friday is a day off for me, but I don't. I, I usually have two or three meetings in the, in the day as well, so... Yeah, it's, um, it is a lot of rushing around. Yeah, so for those who haven't seen it yet, it's quite a long-running series, actually, you know, because it's been, it's been a weekly fixture for, I've got to say, probably about six months now. Been going mm. since Christmas, I'm sure. Yeah, no, it was before Christmas. I, I, I'm not going to Google it, but yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. Uh, it's probably about October, I reckon, coming up to a year. Oh, hmm. Coming up to a year, October. We know, we don't near October yet, mate. But when we come up to October, it'll be coming up to about a year. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was poor wording. Um, that was poor understanding. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so yeah, it, it was. Um, it's it's quite difficult. The whole. Um, talking to a camera thing like when we do it live live on a, on a podcast it's it's fine but you, when you've got a camera in your face um i find myself being really self-conscious about all of the things that i'm saying like any words that i'm saying um, and i'm mm. very very critical of the words that are coming out my mouth um so i, I actually hate it i i yeah. i really want to get pedal demos going with another person like in the room because that's so much easier you know like that pedal show sort of thing yeah yeah where they've got that kind of natural talk between each between each of the two hosts yeah Um, absolutely Uh, and also like you're playing kind of like it's almost like you're dueling against each other isn't it you know that sort of thing yeah 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 it's it gives that kind of natural bouncing off each other Whereas it is, it is so, it's it's a it's an art, isn't it? Being able to sit in front of like in a in an empty room and give like essentially nothing, uh, a really enthusiastic uh, enthusiastic one sided conversation. That art is called narcissism. <laughs> yeah, possibly, <laughs> there's there's, there's a, an element of truth there, uh, and I, mm. I find it's very um, counterintuitive for the British gentleman. Um, because we are, as a as a species, quite quite a reserved bunch. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, it's I, 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 everyone works better as one. Well, most people work better in a team, don't they? Yeah, there is no I in team, but there is an I in vi- vi- video. Speaking of videos, segue. <laughs> um, I have I have released. Well, I, by the time that this is this releases as a podcast i will have released uh the next in the series uh no talk or tone series which is a i set fuzz pedal 
Um, so this has got, it's got the controls, volume, tone, and sustain, and it's a fuzz pedal. So what do you think it's it's based on? Uh, Big Muff. Well, I, I'm I'm gonna say it's a Muff variant, but yeah, it's uh, it's definitely Muffy. Um, and actually, pretty good. I was uh, I was pleasantly surprised. Um, <laughs> Big Muffs because are good. Some of them, Triangle Muff. Well, this this exact pedal over here. Um, oh, I've just I've just hit the end of my microphone. This this one is possibly the most contentious uh, piece of gear on the No Talk or Tone series because I pretty much slate it, saying it's <laughs> it's the the worst fuzz pedal I've ever tried. Um, and there are so many people in the comment section who like vehemently stand up for it and say, oh, there were, there were some good tones in there. You're just being really harsh. Um, so, <laughs> and this is this is supposed to be a Muff variant as well, but it, it just doesn't quite sound good. Uh, so I, I was worried that the, the eye set would be similar. Is it one of those ones where you can hear too much of the clean tone? Uh, no, it's it's one of those ones where the tone control has a very, very specific point at which it sounds okay. Um, it has the tendency of getting too, too shrill. Do you know that kind of fizzy, boxy tone that you got from like really cheap, small speaker um, uh, yeah, amps? Yeah. Well, you're using yeah. it for a small speaker amp. Because <laughs> that might be why. <laughs> um, that's so yeah. that's that's what the kind of the the one end of the tone control does, and then you're just getting kind of fluffy mush at the other end. And there's a very very tiny tiny bit in the suite which sounds like the the balance is is okay between them. The, the kind of blend between fuzz fuzzy fluff and boxy <laughs> like fifteen watt amp gain. Um, so that's why I didn't like that one. But the uh, the the iSet one has a better sweep, and and actually the um, the gain sweep as well is a, a lot nicer. Okay, should we so, say hi to some people in the comments? They're uh, they're, they're on my page because that's where we've gone to. Yeah, yeah. I was I was on uh, I was looking at the the kind of shared version of pedal boards too. I was getting no comments at all, so I've just put my uh, put my phone down. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think everyone's kind of like, oh, at least doing it on his own page then. <laughs> um, so, hi, Mike. That's Mike Medek there. How you doing, man? And we've also got Mr. Bimson. Mr. Bimson. How you doing, man? One of the um, cool Patreon guys. Hey, yeah. Andy. Yeah. And he gets the, uh, the Mr. treatment, doesn't he? <laughs> Mr. Andrew Bimson. Mike Medek, do you know Mike? He he um has a pedal company over in the States. Um Oh Mike, what's your company called? I haven't he he makes the pedals that look like Kurt Cobain jackets and he also does like um uh it's called something like anonymous effects or something along those lines. But he, he also makes like Back to the Future ones and he's made pedals that look like the Ghostbusters traps and all these sort of things. They're really cool. That sounds like anonymous effects. He'll he'll tell me in a minute. He will. In about in about fifteen seconds time when the stream catches up with us. 
Yeah, it's anonymous pedal creations. That was right. There um, you go. He he also said, "Can you say we had to beat them to death with our own shoes?" No, no, I can't. Okay, we had to beat them to death with our own shoes. And what's that from? No, yeah, we had to beat them to death. With our own shoes. Mark's one of these properly crazy people who is just so much fun. <laughs> he's going to kick my ass for saying that. <laughs> he's, he's a good laugh. Oh, man. So. Um, oh, yeah, it's from Wayne's World 2. Yeah, what was that? Was that? Oh, I haven't watched Wayne's World 2 in ages. No, I think I need to watch it. I'll tell you what I need to watch, actually, again. Because uh, I've only watched it maybe once. Loki. Uh, he's almost famous. Oh. Um, because, again, the guy's Doug Christ of 37 effects and <laughs> the Masters of the Cinematic Universe. This, this is a massive Patreon plug here, isn't it? <laughs> um, his podcast did a three-part episode on Almost Famous. Um, the bootleg cut, which is, like, extended... Um, almost like alternative takes and then like bits of the movie that were extended because they cut it down to two hours but there was more more uh, stuff that was in there uh, and I, I really want to watch it again now because it seems like an absolute like just a ace movie I can't did remember you, too much of it did you see um, the guy who directed Superman died no it's like Richard something, I can't remember his name. Um, but he, he passed on a couple of weeks back now. Okay. Really sad. Rest in peace. No, yeah. I, I didn't see But he reminded me because he, he did a... Uh, he basically started Superman 2 and then it was taken over. If I'm probably completely wrong about all, all of these facts. But from what I gather, <laughs> he started Superman 2 and then was kicked off it and uh, someone else took over making it. Uh, and then Superman 2 kind of felt really disjointed and a bit crap um, yeah. but then he did a director's cut of it later on and uh, it was a much better film yeah. And yeah you can get that you can watch that it's it's kind of cool it's a bit longer there was, um, there was a, a Superman movie that was going to be directed by it was like it was written by um like the screenplay was done by someone and then they dropped that guy and bought in Kevin Smith uh to to basically like mop up uh, what had already happened and apparently like this guy had it in his head that there was there was going to be a giant mechanical spider um in in superman and he was really pushing this fact uh, and and they were like, no, no, that that can't happen. He went he went on to uh, do Wild Wild West. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's so, coming out in, in the next few days that is uh, directed by Kevin Smith. What's that? I have the power. Yeah. Masters of the uh, Masters of the Universe. Believe it or not, Whoa. bringing it back around. So yeah. I think rather than talking about movies, however, I, I, I'm sorry, I did I did kind of derail us onto this. Um, there is a, an important bit of kind of news that I want to start before the news, um, which is which is real real sad. Um, <laughs> and Lee is taking this very seriously. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> so um, there was uh, a post this week from one of our Patreon backers again. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So uh, Mr. Adam Yeomans of previously of Chef Tone Effect um, had um, put out a post um, basically saying that the Chef Tone is winding up um, and that he was going to do uh, like a, a clearance sale on his final final bits. Um, and they've all gone now, so that is pretty much... That's not uh, what I thought you were going to talk about. This is news to me. Is it? Yeah, I didn't see it. Well, well there why? you go. Um, so, <coughs> like, he's he's been very very busy with um, with his actual job. Um, he's um, been um, like covering for a lot of people on, on the on that job, and it's meant that he hasn't been able to uh, dedicate a lot of time to uh to the pedal building stuff and he didn't want to half ass it and try and rush through stuff to get stuff out there um so he made the decision to to wind it up um but there there has been a bit of a um a bit of a drought in in pedal sales over the past um a couple of months pretty much um not only for um not only for chef tone but for quite a few of the um the kind of uk boutique people that i that i speak to um and that was kind of one of the uh one of the contributing factors as well that he he wanted to just kind of end on an end on a bit of a high rather than dragging it out um but i think the the kind of the 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 parting uh, bit of wisdom there is, you need to support your um, you need to support your your little guys because they like every every sale that they make be on one it of really, their it most really makes a difference. Pe- it really really does make a difference to them. Yeah, like even if you are, like just throwing a bit of like merch money at them <clears throat> just to kind of to show that love and to keep keep everything ticking over uh, and and a uh, nice little segue if you'd like to stand up and show people your t-shirt <laughs> <laughs> i was joking you didn't have to but yeah you uh you can purchase one of these from the pedal boards of doom shop right now <laughs> And we, we make uh, absolutely subtle mu- uh, money out of them, though, um, because they're, they're, they're basically priced to uh, sell. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I can I can personally attest uh, that this would be a very good uh, winter t-shirt because I am <laughs> I am sweating my taters off at the moment, and it is it is very. <laughs> Very good at thermally <laughs> insulating. If I knew that I wasn't going to get kicked in the ass for it, I'd take a walk over there and pick up my uh, Tater Effects t-shirt that came through the other day. Is uh, uh, I, I got one of uh, the Tater Effects t-shirts to support Stu. Yeah, yeah, oh, he's doing... Um... <laughs> <laughs> so you're stealing from the man. No, um... no I, I, lent him a, I lent him a pedal. <laughs> that was my payment. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> 
slightly less uh, slightly less seedy there yeah um but um yeah I, I, in fact i really should be wearing it now i did say to him i'd wear it during the live stream but um totally forgot <laughs> terrible uh yeah he's also doing mugs as well isn't he and i think rugs. he's got mugs <laughs> M- M- <laughs> he's also got um he was rocking a uh a tight effect snapback hat um in a very recent video that he did so maybe they're up on the shop as well i'm not entirely sure maybe but there's some some pretty cool swag um, yeah yeah it's it's cool to like it's not it's not just cool to support you you guys but it's cool to have these nice t-shirts like we, we use um really high-end um t-shirts that's why it's really warm yeah yeah oh yeah it's a very good quality t-shirt yeah yeah, I, um, I could have gone for some cheap crap, but um, I, I really didn't want them falling the pieces and stuff. You know, so well, yeah, that's it, isn't it? You, 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 literally, your name's on this, so <laughs> yeah. So, so you don't want it, you don't want it to be inferior quality. Yeah, you should see how many um, band T-shirts I've got where you can barely make out what the band was anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, to be honest, a lot of mine, I've I've grown outwards. <laughs> so the, the the band logo is is intact, but it just it looks like it's sprayed on if I try and uh, try and wear it these days. <laughs> you see nipples coming through where they've worn oh. down the hole. <laughs> exactly that. And I think we should probably rather than talking about my nipples, we should probably do some some further news. Some some log some proper proper big big stories. Should we talk about Eurus, Eurus, Eurus. Well, we Eurus. will talk about we will talk about Eurus. Eurus. We're going to talk about Eurus a little bit later, so stay tuned. Yes. <laughs> yep. Uh, so first, the first thing we're going to talk about is uh, OK Multimedia again. Uh, they have released a pedal range. This is quite interesting because. Like aside from, I think they did like an overdrive boost or something, uh, some time back. Aside from that, this is the first time they are uh, going into pedals, and it is what you would expect from an IK multimedia pedal. Uh, so there are four in the lineup, and the the lineup is called the X Gear range, which is very very early two thousands. Yeah, and, and it. Doesn't look too far from that either, does it? Um, I don't know. I think they've they've got a look. Um, so we've got four uh, four models. Do you know what they are? Yeah, X Space, X Time, X Five, and X Drive. Yeah. So we've got uh, X Space is Verb, X Time is Delay, X Vibe is Modulation, which is interesting name. Oh, that and then makes X sense. Dri- X Drive is purely compressors. No, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. It's overdrive and distortion, obviously. Um, I was just so, like sitting in nodding along, like, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've see, seen if you were listening. What the fuck um, are you talking about? <laughs> they, I so, tell you what, they look like. They look a little bit like the Strymon Volante, especially the X5, because it's almost exactly the same color. Yeah, yeah. They've got they've got that kind of big box multi-pedal 
look about them. The, the type of pedal uh, looks bigger in pictures than it actually is in real life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You see it in pictures, you think, "Oh, that's got to be massive," and then it's like the size of your palm. You know? mm. oh, well, that's that's interesting. Yeah. So, what you'd expect from an IK multimedia pedal would be something to do with the algorithms based in amplitude, wouldn't you? Mm. And this is essentially what you've got going on here. <laughs> the way you lined that up, as if to say, you'd think it'd be that, and it's something totally different. It's it's all based on. I don't know, something of Cubase or whatever. It's all based on Behringer pedals. <laughs> they've, they've meticulously DSP modelled Behringer pedals. No, that is exactly, that is not what is happening. Do not listen. Uh, so, yeah, so you've got 16, um, 16 effects per pedal, I believe. And the majority of them are uh, amplitude algorithms. The verb and the delay have got some new algorithms built in. So they are exclusive to the pedals. Uh, so you've got uh, you've got an input, you've got a stereo output, and you've got the choice between true or soft bypass, which I'm not entirely sure what they mean by that. Um, That'll be, a, I'm guessing, a bypass that will have trails but once the trails are finished it bypasses that that's what i'm gonna assume that means just off the top of my head cool yeah i, I assumed you'd like click or soft switching but yeah yours makes <laughs> more sense um uh you've got an expression uh expression in you've got uh midi and you've got a usb i assume for um for updates and and whatnot rather than using it as a as an interface because that wouldn't really make a great deal of sense here. Um with with all of the pedals, with each and every individual pedal, you get a copy of uh Amplitude 5 SE as well, which also you can you can transfer presets between the two, which is kind of interesting. Um and the 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 manufacturer of them as well you would expect because a lot of like pedal manufacturers are like designed in x country and then made in china that's almost what you expect from um electronics pretty much these are actually made in italy which is in like an interesting turn of events um but each and every one of these pedals i think uh, let me just double check that it is 299 euros yep i was just looking at that and i just thought to myself this has 24 bits at 900 uh, uh sorry 192 kilohertz um mm -hmm. the gt core is 32 bit does all of what all these pedals does Mm -hmm. and is 559 from GAC. Bax are doing it for 485. And then you could go down the route of the Helix. How much is the Helix uh, core? Uh, Helix is... The HX Stomp, you mean, uh, is... Mm. Yeah, Helix Core. <laughs> 400, I think. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. Um, so that's, you were about 400 for that. Yeah. 
Um, so, yeah, that, that makes these kind of pointless then, doesn't it? Um, it's a difficult sell, isn't it? But you have got... So you have got pedals that are around that, like the the Strymon pedals are around that price and are offering you less. Yeah, but are they? Because they are done meticulously. These would have to be very, 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 very good. And um, the IK Multimedia, like the um, Amplitude and all that sort of thing, it's it's good for a laugh. My um, point here is that the Strymon stuff comes with an error quality. The the Amplitude stuff is relatively cheap, and it's all right, but it's not it's not Strymon level, is it? Um, uh, it's it's difficult to say. It's difficult to say because I've I've not not heard sound comparisons. I mean, I've heard good things about Amplitude. Um, as a standalone product, and I don't think I've heard any sound examples of Amplitude Five. Uh, I've heard previous versions, and they sound like for uh, what was like fifteen years ago, trying Amplitude like two or three. That sounded pretty good for the fact that it was pure, uh, pure modelling at that point in time. Um, so I'd, I'd have to, I'd have to listen to AB. Uh, comparisons however the one thing that is is kind of striking about these pedals is they are all the same box they are yeah they're all the same yeah pretty much the same layout all the same box basically with a, a different fascia um put on the front that that's that's not un, unusual though is it now you look at the 500 series and bosch you look at all the Strymon pedals you look at um, the uh, even tied pedals that we've been getting through—it's all the same, the same layout. The Maris pedals—they're yeah. they're all the same layout, and and then they just they just program them differently. I wouldn't be surprised if it's all the same in guts as well, with just different DSP running for it. Yeah, but the, then the the point I was going to make is that why can't all of these four pedals be one? Oh yeah, absolutely. This is the point I was going to come to as well. Yeah, because if if this was all of that within one, then you you've got a fighting chance, haven't you, against like you say, against the the helixes, against the GT cores. Um I, I suppose in in the realm of things you could argue that then what would be the point of things like the the blue sky and the timeline and these sort of things from Strymon and the D D five hundred when most of the D V D five hundred is built into the GT core. But I've got both on my board. That's because the DD500 is much, much deeper in terms of um, editing. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, there's something also to be said about there's a lot of really cheap multi-effects. So we've spoken about loads of them before. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of them are, are literal copy-paste. So, you know, they're just like, oh, we'll take your logo off and we'll put our logo on. Yeah, yeah, like some very... Uh, very minor chassis tweaks, and then log internally, it's exactly the same pedal. Didn't we see that with a Harley Benton one? And uh, was it a Jojo one or something like that? Um, what, yeah, yeah, like the, the knob layout was slightly different, but mm. uh, airlock, airlock, all of the specs were saying exactly the same thing. And I'm pretty sure if you if you inquired at Harley Benton, they'd probably say yes, this is a 
reworked quote unquote um joyo so and so hx3000 or whatever they want to be calling them yeah it's always something like that letter letter number 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 um sean mack of uh, sugar ray licks said how much are the duty fees from italy to the us mate i don't know um but um over here it's about 20 percent, i think yeah it's um it's a lot yeah it could it could be the 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 nail in the coffin for for this couldn't it well, I think the nail in the coffin is is the approach. I, I just don't think the 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 people who have done this. I think it looks like they've just looked. Well, what else have other people doing? Okay, let's do that. Um, mm. Yeah, I, um, I don't know. We'll, too we'll much see, competition. We'll too much competition. It, yes, it is that kind of price point of the market is very very uh, saturated with products that either do very similar but have the the pedigree or things that do more so it's difficult to it's difficult to say but time will tell won't it like that's our initial thoughts on it but two three years time we could find that these are on everyone's boards and we got it wrong but we won't gut instinct (laughs) gut gut instinct does say that it's uh It's they're fighting a fighting a tough fight there. Right. Okay. Can we talk about Eurus? About Myers? Yeah. Because th- this is exciting, but I've also got a bit of a story to this, right? So go on, go on. I'll I'll, I'll allow it. Okay. We have got another a news bit, but I'll let you let you have this one now. All right. So a couple of years ago, I was in a uh, a focus group for with boss and these sort of things. And um, all the people who were involved in this focus group, we all stuck into this chat. Um, um, we maintained talking, um, this, this great little group going on on Facebook messenger. And it's been going on for, for years now. Um, Is this where you're going to say that this was your idea? No, 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 not at all. No. <laughs> okay. um, so, uh, and like Stu's in there and Matt Knight's in there and there's a bunch of us in there and we all just like, you know, chat shit and these sort of things. Um, about a week or two ago, I said, next thing we're going to see from Boss is going to be Wazza Airs in a guitar. How fucking close was I? How close was I? Oh my God. Oh, it's, it's it's not a million miles off, but it's it's not a Wazza Air inside a guitar. No, but like uh, they haven't released something like this it, like in pr- probably over a decade. Uh, um, they haven't released something like this ever because this is a a guitar, isn't it? Mind you, they did they did the uh, like Ro- about two years ago they did that. Roland had done loads of synth guitars, loads of them. Are they? Yeah, yeah but this is Roland. Some. This is Boss. Yeah, but come on, right? But um, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think this is the first boss guitar. Um, no, like I say, about two years ago they did. Was that a headless guitar? I'm sure they did. Yeah, no. Uh, that Roland had done loads and loads of synth guitars. Where this differs is their old synth guitars um, used to uh, basically have uh, almost like a Pezio. Uh, uh, how do you say it? Pezio, Pezio. Oh, pizza Z, pizza Z, yeah, yeah, one of those funny acoustic pickups, but it was like a, a MIDI yeah. one, 
Yeah. Um, and then that would you would plug like a MIDI cable into your guitar. You'd run that down to a floor unit, which was like the synth part, the processor. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, and that would have loads of things built into it, and you'd have different adapter for that. Uh, and basically, if anything along this chain went wrong and it was out of production, the whole fucking thing's bollocksed. <laughs> and they they sounded good they did sound cool um i remember one of my old guitar um friends he was quite considerably older than me uh, um this was years and years ago and i think he was in his 60s and he was like oh yeah i can make my guitar sound like a harmonica i was like of course that's what you would use it for <laughs> <laughs> Fun. yeah it sounds exactly has... like a harmonica mate i'll tell you what this guy was such an amazing player he, he he was one of these guys who would play a seven string guitar play like the walking bass and all the jazz chords on it whilst at the same time he would either sing or instead of doing the walking bass there he would use the bass pedals on the floor and uh, he would sing and do all these sort of things and he just knew all the jazz chords to every single song and like he just like they're like can you do this song can i hear it got it let's go just so utterly amazing Utterly Guitar awesome. George was his name, yeah? <laughs> it's basically because he used to run all the jam nights. I, I'll give him there a shout go. out to anyone who's watching or listening who knows uh, old Les, Seven String Les. That's what we used to call him. His name's Paul, actually. But, <laughs> yeah. Wee. Oh, my God. It's such a legend. Really, it's such a, a legend. Uh, you know, just unbelievable. Anyway, right. Um, so, yeah, the, the synth guitar has been around for ages. And what boss have done with the Eurus Myus um, is they've taken up the synth engines and they've yeah. put it into the guitar itself. All you see on the top is the two humbuckers. You've got two controls. I think there's two volumes and a tone. And then you've got the other knob that controls um, the synth and it switches between six presets from what I gather. The guitar's got Bluetooth built into it and you control what those six presets are from from an app on your phone, which is very yeah. similar to how you do the Wazirez. So the headphones that I love, Matt hates. <laughs> um, speaking of uh, what I love, Matt hates, this guitar fits into that as well because I really love this and Matt wasn't keen at all, was he? <laughs> I, I, I missed out on that chat, unfortunately. Yeah, no, but, but it, it's horses for courses, isn't it? You like what you like. Um so um yeah it, it's it looks really really cool my question with this is how far can they take it does it have to be just synth can it be the katana style stuff in there can they upload that into it because it's all software can, can i um choose to have the settings i've got for my air on there so i can have like clean guitar acoustic guitar a clean guitar um then um like a crunch drive high gain synth and then i can switch between the uh four settings they've also released with this which is ingenious really a um an expression pedal which is wireless yeah yeah something like the um the evil yeah, <laughs> the EV one WL, and it looks like it's evil. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, um, questions we have about this are: um, 
battery life uh, looks like the batteries it says it takes alkaline batteries i don't know yeah four four aas isn't it yeah uh, or you can have a, a a power adapter which comes separately which kind of takes away from the um the the, the wonder of yeah. it being kind of wireless yeah portable yeah but um, at the same time then if you take re- rechargeable batteries with you you know it, you can gig with it i think it's i think this is could do you think this could be a good um gigging tool uh so hmm <laughs> kind of in your realm isn't it with the um with the old um yamahas yeah the the variax yeah so there's a couple of things that that are just a little bit a little bit different so it it mentions actually um, there's switch it like you switch between synth and guitar sounds. So I'm not entirely sure whether that means that we've got synth sounds and then the magnetic pickup guitar sound, or if it allows guitar modeling. Because if it does that, that's something. <laughs> yeah, if it's doing that, then it's a direct um, a direct go up against the the Variax, isn't it? <laughs> and by guitar sounds, does it mean that you've got overdrives and stuff in it? Um, see, I, I, I was thinking of it just as like the, uh, an instrument tool. However, so like if you have a look at the guitar specs themselves, mm-hmm. uh, we've got 24 fret compound radius, uh, rosewood board. We've got Goto two point tremolo with uh, staggered um, locking tuners. Mm-hmm. So it's it's all very high spec, but then you've got two output jacks. You've got a guitar output and a synth output, which would suggest to me that there's no guitar modelling going on. There's that the GS1 pickup, the like the old hex hex pole piece, um, like the old synth MIDI pickup. That kind of technology. And then there's the the magnetic pickups. Could you so could you that, use a um, a two to one, and then just run everything into the same amp? Uh, I mean the the thought process behind it was that you could have different, uh, you could affect the two signals differently because obviously you're not going to want to run your uh, like trumpet, <laughs> like eighties keyboard synth through. Three fuzz pedals and a uni vibe. Mm. Um, you you might want something completely different for that. You might want that going directly into, uh, like a PA or like a keyboard amp or something. Yeah. Whereas you want your guitar to sound like a guitar. Um. So that's that's something that's kind of concerning me a little bit with it. Um. Yeah, I mean the the battery thing as well. That's just it's it's something, isn't it? Yeah, you know, I I was I was very um, shocked by that, if I'm honest, because I expected it to be rechargeable. Um, most of the yeah, gear yeah. that you kind of get nowadays is rechargeable. But I suppose the flip side, like, is with things like the Wazares, if the battery goes, what am I going to do? Yeah. Yeah, and and that's very similar with the the Variax as well. Once your Variax is out of charge, 
you have to then charge that battery or have a replacement battery to use. Whereas the convenience of AA batteries, they are everywhere. Like if you if you were going to a gig and you had forgotten to charge your rechargeable set of AAs, you could easily get someone to pop to the like nearest convenience shop mm, or garage like petrol garage would definitely have them yeah it's exactly that isn't it rather than having to worry about oh my um i won't be able to do synth zones for the first half of this set or whatever because i left my so, usb I mean, cable at home yeah so there's <laughs> there's there's a like a given a take there but i think for the price Mm. that rechargeable option should be a thing yeah i'm i don't know i it, i think the price is not unusual for these type of guitars um the synth type of guitars tend to be quite expensive um yeah so i mean we, we haven't mentioned how much it is at the moment but it's Two one nine nine euros. Yeah, it's, it's so pounds. It's just under two k. But that, like, it, I assume it's ja- uh, like Japanese made um, instrument. So, I hope so. You, I mean, you'd hope so, wouldn't you? Mm. But like, in terms of like an inst- like buying an instrument for two k, you would. You would want some, uh, some heritage with that. Well, you get a lot of heritage with Boss. Come on, let's be honest. Yeah. They've been going since I mean, slightly you, the seventies. You get a lot of effect heritage with Boss. You get a lot of electronic heritage with Boss. In terms of playability of the guitar, when Line Six brought out the first lot of Variaxes, they they did that like in house and some people like them <laughs> uh, <laughs> i ended up getting rid of my because i bought like the base model the very x 300 um and it just it 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 wasn't particularly a fantastic guitar um i, I suppose now, uh, you know we could say that in fact, that was line six, and at the time, that's the sort of um, quality of um, that they were kind of aiming for. We know a lot of the line six stuff back then. There, it wasn't great. Look at like the little spiders and stuff like that. They were absolutely fantastic, considering what they were put up against. When, like, when you say the they were MG. absolutely great, and then you caveat that with the word considering. Yes, <laughs> but. I'm not saying that a uh, 120 quid amp was beating a thousand pounds worth of valve amp, but that 120 pound amp was beating the equivalent Marshall 120 pound amp. It's true. Hands down. Yeah, that's true. Um, um, yeah, I, I don't so think with the quality of gear and the quality of work that Boss has been putting out in the last 10 years, they're going to shat all over that with uh, a crappy guitar. I did look at the fretboard, and I did think that the rosewood looked a little bit porous. It's probably not rosewood, is it? But whatever the rosewood equivalent on there, Palfaro or whatever. Um, no, it was it was rosewood. Is it actual rosewood? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I thought it looked a, a little bit 
quite open poor poor and to me that looks cheap um but it could have just been that this was a prototype um because it's only just been released it might have been it was very dry where they had it i don't know um but i don't think boss are going to do anything that's going to be crap like that i like boss oh no no i'm not i'm not saying that the the intentionally put out uh like a substandard product and and expect that the uh, the heritage of the the synth pickup and the synth engine would would drive sales, but their expertise is not in guitar manufacture. Yeah, true. Uh, so you you are whether you whether you agree with it or not, you're taking a taking a risk into into buying into that. Because mm. they they do look nice. They actually look a little bit like a bass. I'll tell you what they look like. They look like the um, the very X standard. <laughs> the headstock is very similar. <laughs> and the one thing, actually, the the Boss logo that they've put on it looks incredibly cheap. It almost looks like like an italicised Comic Sans. <laughs> Um, Andy, Andy said, um, you know the app for the Boss Guitar will be able to show it though. The, the, the Wazarare app uh, does take some getting your head around. It really does. You've really got to um, understand it. And once I got past the point of, <laughs> no return, once I got past the <laughs> point of like, oh, that's how you do that because I yeah. use it so often. Um, yeah, it, it became second nature. But um, Andy also said, "Who's building the guitar?" And yeah, we will, maybe we'll find out in a minute. Also, hi Terry, hey dear man, Terry Hatcher, very cool guy. Used to work at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Very very cool guy. Not the same one that was in the Bond movies. Or no, desperate, no, 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 no. Not suit, not Mrs. Superman. Um, no. I mean, that shows no. it shows your age based on where you know Terry Hatcher from, isn't it? Desperate um, Yeah, no. Terry, Terry is a, uh, a an awesome dude. Really, really awesome dude. Indeed. Yeah, man. Um, whilst we're waiting on <laughs> word from your friend from Bob, <laughs> uh, we will do one last one last little bit of news because I think I really want to talk about this. So Wild Custom um, are the the guitar company that Zach Wild kind of branched off from Schecter <laughs> with. Okay, yeah. <laughs> they are doing a Billy Gibbons signature guitar. So that it's called the Billy F. Gibbons Special. It is aesthetically based, and I'm quoting this one, it's aesthetically based on the 34 Ford uh, Coupe. It looks fucking awful. Like, it looks like uh, a St. Vincent and the Budweiser logo. Just the, the midpoint between those two things. It's funny, the angles they've taken the pictures out of it. It looks like yeah. a ukulele. Because <laughs> okay. it looks... Okay. They've done it like at an ankle, so the, head, so the um, neck looks really short. Yeah. I mean, so to describe to the, the listeners, it's almost like... Uh, it's a bit like a lightning bolt shape, isn't it? Mm. Uh, like a... Like a kind of fat 
Z looking thing. Uh, it's a very kind of 50s Americana looking. Um, like I say, a little. If you imagine that the St. Vincent was made by uh, made by uh, Chevrolet in the 50s, it's got um, a fucking cool feature though, isn't it? Well, so it's uh, three piece Canadian maple neck, uh, ten to ten to sixteen uh, radius, twenty five point five inch scale, which is interesting because uh, Billy Gibbons is usually found with a Gibson, but there we go. Powerful aboard, older body with honeycomb chambering. Um, he's he's quite known for um, the weight relief that he's had. I think he's had. Uh, some quite expensive Les Pauls weight relieved, which uh, well, Purdy Gates, <laughs> he hasn't a Purdy Gates weight relieved, does he? I think he's uh, he mo- uh, it might not have been Purdy Gates, but I know he's uh, he's has um, some vintage Les Pauls had some bits um, taken out of them. I, ca- I can't blame him. This one is weight relieved, and God, it still gives me backache. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Um, but yes I think the feature you were you were talking about wasn't the honeycomb chambering it was indeed the Joyrock rotating pickup which (laughs) I think two NAM shows ago we saw a guitar with that system in it and now we're finally seeing a guitar that's like in production or will be in production with this this feature so essentially what it is uh, you've got a barrel uh, that rotates and you can select between three uh, three pickups in the same position uh, so you've got this this barrel that rotates you could you could go from like a single coil to a p90 to a humbucker all within the same position this is a single pickup guitar so it's like a junior style setup um, but what it comes with it comes with a set of basically like the complete set of billy gibbons pickups so we've got it doesn't yeah, have any of the queen tees which is a surprise because they're the real they're 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 kind of like his signatures pickups um now i'd i'd say the pearly gates are, are, are very much his signature but it's, so you've got Tarly. like wild wild custom um designed billy gibbons signature humbucker called the the grizzly and you've got the Jalapeno P90 as well by World Customs, I believe. And then you've got Seymour Duncan, Pearly Gates, uh, Red Devil, which I think was the ridiculously hot Telecaster bridge pickup. Uh, lipstick Tube and Antiquity Strat Texas Hot. So, like, a fair, a fair chunk of change in pickups alone there. Yeah, uh, and you can you can essentially load this barrel up with three of them and choose between them. Yeah, I, uh, but they will all. How do you change it? Yeah, carry on. Uh, I I assume there's a way of taking the barrel out and then you you just slot them in. No, no, no. I mean, how do um, you, you change pickups? Oh, there's a switch on it, isn't there? Where? Or is there? I don't know. Do you just roll it like like those uh, kids' toys? Just you just like, like ro- bat it rolling, along. rolling, rolling. No, I thought there was like a, a little lever on it that you and switch between them. Mm. But either way, there's there's some kind of switching system for it. Whatever you are using, it will have to be in the bridge po- pick, um, bridge position because there's no neck pickup 
position for it, which very Billy Gibbons. He does. He uses kind of junior esque, um, Esquire esque um, guitars quite a lot. I like it. I, I, it. How much? Oh. How much though? How much? Uh, have you have you seen the price on this? No, I haven't. Um, so, like, tie it up in your mind. So, um, have you just looked at it? Yeah. Okay. Let's so see. Look, if you were totting it up in your mind, you were thinking like, okay, so you've uh, got you've got Zach Wild wants his money, right? Because it's his company. Billy Gibbons wants well, his money because it's his signature. You got Seymour Duncan okay, wants so their money. That's all. So you're already saying like maybe 500 quid's worth of like artist royalty kind of lark. Yeah, just then you're talking like a, a custom, uh, custom instrument. So we're talking maybe three grand. So we're already at like three and a half grand already. Then you're talking for each and every one of these pickups. So. Uh, Pearly Gates is about 100 quid. A Red Devil, I think they were uh, somewhere in the region of two, 200 apiece. Um, so that's like... You can say, 500, probably you can say ex- 500 quid for the pickups, but what about the switching system, the pickup switching system? Yeah, they're going to want a cut as well. Add another 500 on for that. I reckon you could add a grand on for that. So what we got, we're saying... Because at, at max we're talking five grand there. Yeah, and then mark up an extra another hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. Yep, this is this is nine 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 US dollars. So not quite ten ten grand in UK. Yeah, you get a pound shortage, pound change uh, from dollars. <laughs> well, not pound. But this, yet, but. That is that is a hefty price tag there. I don't like it so much as I did now. <laughs> I, there, there's there's another interesting thing about this because you would surprise hey adam uh, we were talking about you man how you doing um yeomans uh but <laughs> you're yeomans yeomans you're okay <laughs> you are a man um, right that, um yeah at some point billy gibbons and zach wild were sitting down in a room together with their beards I'd love to have been in that room. Yeah, uh, and I I want to know what it was that they were smoking. Yeah, oh, to go. Fuck, here comes Tate. <laughs> yeah, that that's ten grand. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, I can get these knocked out. If I get a hundred of these made, I can probably get them knocked out for about fifteen hundred quid. Yeah, ten grand. <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, because oh, it's it's a Pofaro board as well, so no. it's not it's not even as if they're using they're using like the premium <laughs> premium price point. Uh, uh, the, the body's older and older than what? Uh, it's old, older than it should be. <laughs> um, um, I've heard, also heard um, that some of them Zach Wild guitars weren't very good. Yeah, uh, the world the world. Custom, custom, wild custom. Yeah, I've had the the QC problems. Um, I, I don't know. Okay. Um, that's just what I've read uh, on forums and stuff like that. But this was some time ago, so maybe they've um, stopped that. I don't know. Um, I know they look cool. 
Look, the Zach Wild ones, they look pretty cool because he's got like um like the Les Paul meets an explorer sort of thing going on. It's, there's some cool cool looking guitars. Yeah, I thought it, like the, the Les Paul had the, the horn was like a almost like a, a flame. Um and then he's got the SG that's also a V. Yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> That's so cool. And he has got a V as well, hasn't he? He's got a V that's almost um like it's almost Randy Rhodes style where it's got like an arrowhead um headstock. <clears throat> arrow headstock. Um, but there you go, that is a ridiculously ridiculous I mean the um it's so pricey that it makes the um the, the boss seem like a like a bargain there. Yeah, so yeah, you can have that with funny rotating pickups, or you can have a guitar with Symphin for twenty percent of the cost. There you go. You could, get, yeah, you could almost get five of them. And to you be fair, I, I reckon yeah. if, if you were buying five of them, they'd probably give you a discount. <laughs> so <coughs> you know, people are going to buy this as well, don't you? This is Billy Gibbons guitar. But yeah, people will buy both. Um, and I think that's probably probably where we should wrap the podcast for this week. Um. I'd like to extend a thank you to all of those people out in podcast land. I have not been able to keep uh, keep up with the chat today because um, it weren't showing up for me. Um, so I do apologise, um, but thank you for thank you for joining. We had uh, who do we have? We had Bimson, we had Tate, we had uh, Terry. We've got Stuart, Terry, we've got, um, Stuart. Adam, um, and Mike Medek and everyone else who's joined us thank you I, I just do want to say just before we end um, I am going to be moving over the next couple of weeks and it means that we might not have a live stream for maybe about a month give or take so apologies yeah. for that if we can we will and if I've got this wonderful cable from Practical Patch maybe I'll do some live shots of uh, my board and stuff like that and see, what, see how we go with that so Indeed. yeah and I think as always, we extend a massive thank you to our Patreon backers who have pretty much got shout-outs already, but <laughs> you're getting your, getting your money's worth this week. Uh, and I've written them down so I don't forget this week because I made a boo-boo last week, didn't I? I made a boo-boo. Uh, so, uh, Patreon backers, as little as $2 a month, you can be one of these people. You out there. Yes, you. Um, it is Mr. Andrew Bimpson. Mr. Adam Yeomans, previously of Chef Tone Effects. <laughs> Mr. Doug Christ of 37 Effects, of Masters of the Cinematic Universe and the Jism cast. Um, Mr. Hugh G. Ray, <laughs> you're looking, looking at me critical. It's just surprised me. Uh, they call it the Jism cast. Uh, Mr. Hugh G. Rection. Uh, Mr. Ben Fletcher of Fletcher Pickups. And Mr. Brian Guerra of the Tone Jerks podcast. You guys are all... Awesome. Awesome. Um, awesome. Awesome. And if if you want to catch me online, go to Pedal Boards of Doom. It seems like I'm doing shed loads there at the moment. <laughs> uh, if you go on Budget Pedal Chap at Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, you will find me. And YouTube is the home to the No Talk or Tone series, which this week features the I Set Buzz. And Lee? Yep. You are... Mental. Everything pedal. <laughs> I mean, you, you, I think you need some sleep. Is what oh, you need. Mate, I, I need to finish with this fucking move. <laughs> That's what I need. Mm. Oh man. Um, 
Yes, Indeed. I'm everything Pedalboards of Doom. Um, so we we have our lovely YouTube channel. Um, we feature in um, yours truly and and them and uh, Lo and Mikey and um, and we're going to have another uh, video popping up this week that you don't know about. Uh, maybe next week, um, which is going to be of from Chris over at Practical Patch. He's going to make a little video for us to put on our own channel, so you can come and see this cable and what it does. Um, nothing like breaking Good news, news is there <laughs> yeah, um, um so yeah we're all learning keeping up for that um we are um i also uh run a lot of the things over at tonepedia so we've got new uh new pedals on there all the time we've just um we're just releasing a bunch of new um jam pedals so you've now got the delay llama over there one of the best delays i've ever used in my life so go and check that out so it's all interactive demos um hopefully tomorrow i'll release the harmonious monk on there which is the tremolo they designed with that pedal show um yeah uh what else do i do i've forgotten i don't know mate i don't know um yeah we're on instagram um yeah i am too tired to talk anymore and that that's that's a good indicator that we should end this podcast. So, from myself, Mr. Budget Pedal Chap, from Lee, it will be a tassy bye and good night for this week. Goodbye. Tararabit. Emergency dad jokes. <laughs> bye all. See you later. Goodbye. What do you call an apology written in dots and dashes? Remorse code. <laughs> no, why? Why? <laughs> uh, you like that one? That'll do. Yeah, I think I do. <clears throat> I, I feel guilty for liking it. <laughs>